0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Reed McLaughlin out on the hills. we go to the seventh. Kevin Milam, starting pitcher. Batting in the number two slot, steps
1: in. First pitch up high for a ball. Yeah, I really need to have Reed to have a shutdown inning right here and slow down the momentum that St. Mary's is gathering.
0: Milam takes the pitch outside. Two and all the count on Milam, who's uh, hitting 307 on year, his uh, one for three today. Struck out his last time up. Two and all the count. And McLaughlin's pitch is down low ball three. McLaughlin, who has been so good this year for BYU. In uh, 20 innings, five walks, 22 strikeouts. Pitches over for a strike, three and
1: one. Well, has been a strike thrower. He comes in, he pounds his own, in and out, has a good little slider. Has a great mentality, just a bulldog out there.
0: Laughlin's uh, three one pitch, fouled off. And the count now goes full three and two. I'll tell you the biggest play of this ball game was that play that uh, House made at second yeah, base.
1: It changed everything.
0: Cougars would have scored a couple of runs, and the momentum switched. And uh, St. Mary scored three, and uh, got themselves right back in this ball game. And, and Jordan Wood just seemed to come and loot a little bit on the on the infield single in the air.
1: Yeah, not typical of him, but you're and, right. And and,
0: con- and the conditions also yeah, had absolutely. to play some kind of role in that. I agree. 3-2 McLaughlin from the stretch. Little looper. Out goes Zach Peterson, second baseman. He's going to get there and make the catch. You knew there's no way Hall yeah. could get there with the wind
1: blowing. And uh, Peterson made a good play. Well, and that's why he's out there. Coach put him in here for defensive purposes because he's a plus-plus defender. And he had a great read. He's the only guy on the field that could catch that ball, and he went there and got it. Good job, Zach Peterson. Bryce
0: Willets now steps in. He's tripled and singled. He got that inning started last inning. A big high hopper off of the plate. And uh, then the error and then ended up scoring three in the inning. With
1: Laughlin's first pitch, good fastball, 91 on the inside corner for a strike. And good job by Reed there. He was down 3-0 to Milam. Came all the way back to full count and got the the leadoff hitter out.
0: Very cool, calm customer out there, Reed McLaughlin. Very impressive as a true freshman to come yeah. in and what he's done 4-0 in the year
1: for this BYU team. There's a pitch over for a strike. And none of those have been as starter. It's all been in relief yeah. because he's come in in big situations and been able to get the win because of it. As good as he has been in
0: relief, you know, down the road, maybe sophomore, junior years, you could see him maybe transitioning into a
1: starter role. He's got that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. If he starts to develop a changeup, he definitely can be a guy because he's got the fastball slider right now. If he gets that changeup, he could definitely be a rotation guy here in the future. Here's the 1-2. Ball fouled
0: straight back. So a ball and two strikes with uh, one man out here in the seventh inning. And Bryce Woollett, uh, you got to give it to this freshman. He looks pretty good, not having very many at bats uh, coming into this ball game. He looks pretty confident up there. Yeah, he really does. One, two pitch,
1: just missed inside. Two and two. Yeah, no, set up away. If maybe he, if he was setting up in, the umpire might give him that pitch, but because he had to cross his body to catch that, you are rarely going to get that called.
0: Yeah, Willits in 33 at-bats, hitting 455, his on-base percentage 471, slugging percentage of 700 That ball's going to be fouled down the left field line.
1: Lotter well, has two hits today. He's now at 472, yeah. so he's, he's making his chances matter.
0: And he's hitting in that th- three-hole. Third baseman for the Gales. As McLaughlin with one man out here in the seventh inning. Trying to shut him down right here. There's a good change, and Willits got just a piece
1: of it, fouled it straight back. Well, Willits has a good swing. He keeps his bat in the zone a long time, so pitches that are that are strikes, he stays on plane, and he's not going to strike out a ton. He's going to put them in play, and he's a guy that can really run. He's got a good eye, too, at the to play. It's a good little player. Two and two the count.
0: And the pitch. Swinging strike through. Just threw a fastball right past him. Big strike out there. So all McLaughlin's done is he faced three batters. He got Vranish to ground into the double play. Got Milam on an easy pop-up. And then mm-hmm. strikes out Willis, the one, two, three batters in this lineup. And McLaughlin just keeps doing it game after game after game.
1: Yeah. Big outing so far. And a big out right here. Put up a zero on the board. Try to get a little momentum back, see if your offense can go score again. Two man out,
0: Ryan Novas. That ball hit pretty well. Left fielder McIntyre coming over, and he is camped under it, and he makes the catch, and that'll do it for the Gales in the seventh. No rents, hits, or errors. We're through six and a half. Cougars nine, Gales six on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brent Norton. Cougars coming to the plate here, bottom of the seventh. Mitch McEn- or Mitch McIntyre steps in. He is two for three on the day. Batting from the left side against Buckley, and the pitch is over for a strike, 0-2. Oh 9-6, Cougars have out-hit the uh, Gales, 12-6. And here is McIntyre with the 0-2 count. Ball grounded slowly out toward the second baseman. He's got it. Bobbles comes up. Can't make the play.
1: He's got a ton of speed, if, if, and even if, if he feels that out, he might have a chance to beat that out because it's not hit very hard. I think if he had fielded it, he would have, he would have made the play. But uh, we'll let Jordan decide
0: on that one. Right off the... Uh, Palm of the glove.
1: They're probably going to go with air on that one.
0: E4 on the house. Cougars with a base runner. And Keaton Kringlin, the hitter. Here is Buckley's first pitch to Kringlin. That's high and tight for ball one.
1: Looking for some good at-bats right here. See if they can answer and get a run back to gain a little more momentum. See if that air can can kind of get him going again.
0: Quick throw to first base and uh, back in safely is McIntyre. Well, this team uh, second in the nation in fielding percentage, 986.
1: So maybe they want us to give that a hit. I know. I'd rather. I'd rather it be a hit.
0: Well, I, I mean, know McIntyre'd rather have it be called a hit, but I think it's. Uh, I think it's the right call. Pitch is over for a strike, especially for the second best fielding team in the nation. Should make that play. I agree. Ball and a strike to Kringlin. He'll be followed by uh, Noah Hill, and then Jaron Hall in the top of the order. Here's Buckley's one-one pitch. Uh, Kringland uh, attempted to bunt the ball, just missed it. And he's behind in the count now, one and two, as the third baseman coming hard from behind the bag at third base. Kringland to DH. It's 263 as he steps in here in the seventh. Pitch to Kringland, fouled off. Fouled off the right side. Game two tomorrow night. Cougars will send Easton Walker to the hill. The Gales, uh, Ken Waldachuck, who is uh, arguably maybe one of the top pitchers in the conference, along with Jordan Wood. Easton Walker coming off a fantastic outing against the Portland last week. Couldn't have done much better than he did as that pitch is outside for a ball.
1: Yeah, Waldechek, I think, was the preseason pick to be pitcher of the year in the league. So, he's a good arm.
0: Two and two the count. Cooper's D.H. Kringlin. Pitch is a fastball right over the top of his helmet for ball three. You
1: know, the interesting thing about Waldecheck is he was a freshman the year that uh, we won the the conference tournament, and we saw him in two games that year, but in relief. He was a back end closer for him. You know, ninety four mile an hour lefty. He was just a thrower then, and then last year he really turned into a pitcher. And and again uh, this year he just keeps it going. He's a really good arm.
0: Three two pitch is inside ball four so. An error and a walk, and the Cougars have runners at first and second base, and Noah Hill coming up, I would imagine, in a bunt situation right here. Cougars looking for some insurance.
1: Yeah, definitely a bunt situation.
0: Hill's got two hits in the ballgame. He's two for two officially with a walk. Also has his ninth RBI of the year. As Hill, the starting catcher. Third baseman about even with the bag. First baseman back behind the bag. And there's a bunt. Back to the pitcher. He's going to look at third but throw to first for the out. So Noah Hill, good job
1: on the sacrifice. Yeah, good. very well executed right there. You hate to, to go right back to the pitcher on it, but uh, good base running by McIntyre. He clearly got to third and both runners' advance. Good job, Noah.
0: That will bring Hall up. Uh, Hall is uh, one for three today with an RBI.
1: Well, this is going to be Coach Valenzuela out there talking to the pitcher here, and he's, he's a pitching coach by nature. He calls all the pitches, and so I'm telling you right now what he's talking to the pitcher about is, okay, you have a guy up there that's batting 174. He got a hit his last time. Okay, he struck out on the slider before that. But uh, he's a guy who you want to attack. And if you're Jaron, you're saying, hey, I'm looking for a fastball to hit. I'm looking for a fastball and, and get it in the air and, and get at least one run here. Just put together a good at-bat. You think Valenzuela
0: knows that Jaron Hall's a quarterback on the football team?
1: I think everybody <laughs> knows. If they if they just put, Google his name. Look right? at the
0: size of the kid, and he's a quarterback. I yeah. mean, it looks like he's more of a linebacker, and he can really fly. kid is a tremendous athlete, and I... I told him at the the banquet, what, six weeks ago, hey, put that helmet away. Your, yeah, <laughs> your, I agree. Your
1: baseball. Your best so, chance is baseball. He is a competitive kid. He went out in the spring game last Saturday and went, like, 12 for 14, yeah. 200 yards. Three touchdowns. Yeah, had a long touchdown run. I mean, he's an athlete. He's fantastic. And he's an even better kid. That's what I love about him. Jaron Hall steps in with...
0: Runners at second and third base. Buckley, the pitcher. Got the infield playing in now. As the Gills bring them in. And here is Buckley's pitch. And the first pitch, fly ball. Center fielder's got to come hard. He's going to get there and make the catch. Here comes the runner, McIntyre, and he scores. And the Cougars put the tenth run up as Jaron Hall does the job. The sacrifice fly on the pitch from Buckley. And, and that's all you need. tack
1: one on. That's all you need to do right there, Brent. Hey, you, you want to get greedy and get a hit, but at, at the end of the day, you want to have a good executed at-bat. And by doing that, now you score a run. Still, you have a runner-scoring position, and you have Brian Sue up, who's your best averaged hitter on the team. So good at-bat by Jaron. Well, Justin. Hall came
0: in, not knowing he was going to play. Yeah. He's got two RBIs in tonight's ballgame, and the Cougars have extended the lead to four now. And Brian Sue, who is two for four, steps in with a runner at second base. And there's a
1: curveball. Just missed inside ball one. I'm telling you, Brent, the more at-bats Jaron gets, the yeah. better he's going to get. Because, I mean, until this spring, he hadn't had live at-bats in three years. And it's just, it's slowly coming. And he's a tireless worker. The guy and, wants to be and, good.
0: And I would argue with, with you about slowly. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. the kind of uh, how quickly – He's come back I and agree. got the feel of the game. I agree. And with that kind of athletic ability, uh, you know, in the outfield, and you know, we're hoping Jellic is okay, but uh, but, uh, but Hall, uh, uh,
1: same kind of player out there with that kind of blazing speed. Yeah, you, you hate to see Danny go out, and you don't know how long he's going to be out. But it's nice to have a backup that that can come in and, and play outfield just as good and, and put together some good at bats. Well, Jordan Wood, still the pitcher of record. He went five and two-thirds.
0: He was ahead when he left this ball game. There's a ball hit hard by Sue down to the third baseman. Throw to first in time for the out, and the Cougars are retired. But they did get a run on no hits. There was an error. One man left. We're through seven complete now. And the score is 10-6 BYU over the Gales of St. Mary's on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. Eddie House steps in. We're in the top of the eighth. Cougars up 10-6. First pitch from McLaughlin. Hit out to Peterson. The second baseman comes up. Makes a quick throw to first base. Four out, number one. One pitch, one out.
1: Yeah, and I'm comfortable every time the ball's hit to Petey. He's just the guy that just has a knack for it defensively.
0: So Peterson uh, makes the play. Freshman out of uh, Riverton High School. They're in Bluffdale, Utah. And that will bring Shaveen to the plate. He is 0 for 2 today. He was hit by a pitch his last time up. And here is McLaughlin's pitch, a swing and a miss. And the only unfortunate thing in this situation, Cougars, you know, the four run lead, they still have to play well. But boy, uh, it would have been nice to see George, uh, Woody go another maybe inning, inning and a half.
1: Yeah, if he could have got another inning or two in, inning and a half, you know, now you don't have to extend Reed as far. But uh, now with the pitch count that he's got out. Uh, He's not going to be available for tomorrow and maybe Saturday, depending on how much more he goes. He's at 22 pitches right now, 0-2 the count. Because Coach is a guy that doesn't care about that stuff. He wants to win now. You win the game now and worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I think that's the right attitude for sure. Agreed.
0: And uh, you never know how quickly uh, he can bounce back as uh, Chavin. 0-2, that's outside for a ball.
1: If he can stay under the 45-pitch count, he might be able to come back Saturday. But uh, anything above that, and you're kind of maybe be banged for Saturday as well.
0: One and two the count. Swinging strike three McLaughlin, Big strikeout. Yeah. So he has retired every batter that he's faced. Since coming on in relief, and I'll tell you, it was getting a little hairy there for the Cougars. Yeah, it was.
1: Bases loaded, one man out. He got the double play ground ball hit back to him. I mean, they had their hottest hitter up, Vranish. If he gets a hit there, it's all of a sudden a one-run game, and who knows what can happen.
0: Well, Vranish had already hit one out. It yeah. could have been a tie game. Yeah. Or, or, or they, a one-run deficit, yeah. right?
1: First pitch to uh,
0: Jack Murphy up high, ball one. Interesting to see Cougars do have some activity in the pen if they, if McLaughlin's able to hold them here in the eighth, if they might uh, run somebody else out there in the ninth, fly ball
1: that's out of play. Well, I do see Zim down there now getting his body going. You bring him in with a four-run lead, or do you? Maybe... You would do that, yeah, because you just want to win the game, just like he did in the four-run lead against Oregon, on Tuesday, because Zim's proven he can come bounce, bounce, back. bounce back after one inning. So.
0: Here's the 1-1, just a little bit low for ball two.
1: One thing that's been nice these last couple of starts is the run production when Wood's on the hill. Usually it's the other way around. We don't score a ton of runs when Wood's on the hill. But
0: 2-1 uh, pitch ball hit well. McIntyre going back. He's there and makes the catch for the out in left field. And McLaughlin retires the side again. He's retired all seven that he's faced. 10-6 Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. The batter, Zach Peterson, pops one up over near the Cougar dugout. Third baseman, Bryce Willits, comes over and just unable to make the play. The wind just kind of brought that back into the field. He overran it. By the time he started going the other direction, he just wasn't able to catch the ball.
1: Yeah, once he you got, could literally go yeah. air there.
0: We'll see what happens. It's Peterson, little looper, left fielder coming in. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out.
1: Hoping for Petey to get a hit there. He's he's over on the air. He looked good. A couple of swings and
0: making contact. And, Looks very good defensively, if you've mentioned. And Brock Hale will step in. Hale with two home runs in the game, and that is his career high. He had two against Gonzaga in uh, 2017. He's homered, struck out, homered, and walked in the game. He's now got his average up over 300, 302. Checked his swing on a curveball, and it's a little bit low. A ball and a strike. Brock now up to 21 RBIs behind Cluff's 26. He's coming strong. 1-1 pitch, Hale swings and misses. Boy, he's seen nothing but curveballs from Buckley.
1: Yeah, they're getting ahead with like painted-away fastballs that are tough pitches to hit, and then it's like break, 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 break. See if you can hit it.
0: Here's the one-two from Buckley. That ball's lined into center field.
1: Brock's third hit of the ball game. You saw the catcher put his glove in under his batter's box, like, hey, throw it out here, throw it out here, and he threw it on the corner, and Brock doesn't miss fastballs right now. He's locked in.
0: Is that Zim's lefty and a righty? I believe it's Uh, McIntyre.
1: McIntyre's out there.
0: And Zimmerman. I think that's Zimmerman on yep. the other side. So a lefty and a righty throwing in the pen as Jackson Clough steps in. One man out, one man on. And Buckley's pitch to Clough is a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. As we've mentioned, Rob Hansen was behind the plate Tuesday night here
1: in the Oregon game. Really interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen an umpire back-to-back uh, behind home plate. He's from California, and he comes in. For the, for the Tuesday game, stays over yesterday and it's on the crew for this weekend. Fly ball, left field
0: line, left fielder going over, third baseman going out, nobody able to get there as that ball bounces into the bullpen area of BYU. 0-2, the count on Clough. Jackson singled in the first, doubled in the third. Grounded out in the fourth, struck out in the sixth. He's two for four today. Average at 352 as he steps in. Here in the eighth inning, Cougars up 10 6. BYU with 10 runs on 13
1: hits, and uh, Clough takes that one outside. And yeah, now Deming's down there playing catch, so. <laughs> Flip a coin, huh? Yeah. Or is that Casey? Sorry, that's Casey Jacobson. Oh, that is Jacobson. Might so be the, going in defensively. It, well, if
0: Deming goes to the mound, goes then, to the mound, yeah. then you'd probably see definitely see Casey at third. Pitches outside or a ball, and I think the only reason, you know, that you would uh, take McLaughlin out is just to, the, the yeah. thought of you know bringing him back tomorrow or four four, or,
1: one, four run lead. You'd yeah. like to have him for more innings this weekend.
0: Especially as good as he has looked. Two balls, two strikes.
1: And that's down low ball three. It's a good battle. He was down 0 2. Back to full count. See if he can win this here. He might send Brock again. Even though he, he got thrown out on the strike him out, throw him out last time.
0: Three and two. Pitch, runner going. Ball hit. Oh. oh, and it hits Brock Hale. He'll be out. Boy, that ball. Uh, Probably would have gotten into definitely would have right have got field. Through, yeah. And Brock would have made it to third base. But you start on the pitch, uh, boy, it's so tough to pick that ball up off the bat. So,
1: again, an unlucky break right there for BYU. And he tried. He jumped. Just hit his back leg as he's running by. Nothing he could do about that. It's just a tough break, like you said. Two men out.
0: And Deming coming to the plate. And we might see Deming on the hill. We might see Zimmerman on the hill. We could see uh, McIntyre on the hill. Or we might see McLaughlin. Any of those four guys might come out and throw the ninth inning. That pitch is way outside for a ball. There's a ball that gets away from the first baseman on the pickoff attempt by the catcher. And so the Cougars will have a runner in scoring position. That will be an error on the catcher. Santini. And that's the second error on this uh, team-wanted defense here for St. Mary's. St. Mary's had only committed 15 errors the entire year. Committed two here tonight in game one of this uh, three-game set. Austin Deming with a chance to pick up an RBI. Still looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3 tonight. And here's the pitch. Slider drops in for a strike.
1: That'd be a great time right now to get himself an RBI and add on to that. Going to the ninth with a five-run lead.
0: Ball and a strike. Freshman steps in. And the pitch. And Deming fouls this one off the right side. So one and two the count with Clough at second base now. And here is Buckley's pitch. Deming fouls it straight back. Game two tomorrow night here in Provo, six o'clock. Cougars and the Gales. You look at these two teams and you look up and down offensively, defensively, very well matched. Cougars hitting two eighty six on the year. The Gales 290. Cougars have a an earned run average of about two runs better than the Gales. And the 1-2, uh-huh. and Deming swings at a pitch It's way outside for strike three. We'll go to the ninth, 10-6, Cougars leading the Gales on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the ninth inning. Looks like we've got a pinch hitter, number 33 for the Gales. That is uh, Matt Green. He'll come on. He'll hit for Santini. Cougars are the 4 and lead, 10 to 6 and McLaughlin, the hitter or the pitcher for the Cougars, staying in there as he has faced seven batters. He's retired seven. The thing that's impressive about this kid, I mean, he throws a heavy ball. I've said that the entire year, but just uh, so composed, he really so is. mature on the mound for a freshman.
1: Here's the 0-1. Boy, fooled him on a curveball, and it drops in for a strike. You know, he only had one outing where he just really didn't have it, and that was at UVU last Tuesday where he hit a couple batters, walked a guy, which hasn't been the case. And A lot of that was he just wasn't mentally ready to pitch that day. He didn't think he was going to, and just the way it worked out. 0-2 oh, pitch, strike three called outside corner fastball. Talk to us
0: about McLaughlin when he came in in the fall I mean, were, was he impressive from day one? Did
1: you know he was going to be a kid that you could really count on? Well, the thing that was the most impressive was that he just he pitched at the knees and he threw a ton of strikes. Yeah. And his velocity wasn't a, as high as it is right now in the fall because he threw a ton of innings this summer for the summer ball. So he was like 84 to 87, wasn't touching a few 90s. And then later as the fall got, he was starting to touch 90s again. But it was like, man, Reed's a guy that can really help us. And... Good yeah. curveball drops in. The impressive part was the first time we threw him out in the spring against Northwestern, it was like 90-91 on the paint, like, I'm here for you. Here you go. And it's like, here we go, huh? who's this guy? <laughs> this guy's special.
0: No so. balls and a strike. Well, you get guys in competition. I mean, real competition. You know, not in inter squad, and they pick it up. There's a the ball hit down to Casey Jacobson, who took over defensively at third base. He makes a great play. Two men down, and the Cougars one out away from
1: their sixth win in a row. Well, you're right. I mean, the inner aren't fun. They're not fun. Yeah. You're competing for a job, but they're not fun. Against your friends, your yeah. buddies, and, then, and your now, roommates. And now it's it's lights are on. It's the big time, and you see what you're made of. And this kid has really shown. I mean, he's, he's got a 1-9 ERA on the year now. He's just been fantastic for us. Joel Vranish steps in.
0: And the first pitch to Franish is a swing and a miss. Franish is the first guy that faced McLaughlin and grounded into a double play back to McLaughlin. Yeah, Reed McLaughlin is a up-and-coming great pitcher in this BYU system. There's a the ball hit pretty well. Jaron Holland center is right there. He makes the catch. Cougars win 10-6 to take the first game of this three-game set with St. Mary's Brent Norton along with Tuckett Slade and Tuck. A great start, uh, uh, middle of the, you know, middle of the uh, game, the, the wind and everything came up, Jordan Wood, not his best uh, uh, appearance this year, but he got the win, and the Cougars get the big win.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I mean, Jordan didn't have his best stuff, he had a couple of innings there where he was really sharp, then he kind of fell apart there, but the offense backed him up, okay, defensively they played well, he had the, he had the, the one air that kind of led to a big inning, but... Defensively played solid. Offensively, we had a good approach, but up 14 hits, 10 runs. And you start, what you want to do is win game one of the series.
0: All right, Tuck, hey, appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow night. We're going to send it back for timeout, be back with a player. And uh, Coach Mike Littlewood right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network.